0: Sources with Lloyd Matheson Final segment for us today on a Wednesday thanks for joining us on inside sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you and as we round out our day today we've been talking a lot about leadership uh, over the past week and what that really looks like and are there any real leaders left that uh, can help the country move forward and where are we looking for those leaders? Are we looking for leaders in all the wrong places? And then we also had a conversation earlier today with Don Boudreau and an extraordinary piece on simplicity and how simple our lives actually are today, despite how much we can complain about the complexities and stress of it all. And so I want to get into those two components together. Leadership is such an important quality out there, and there are so few uh, leaders uh, that can really step up and and do the right thing for the right reason uh, to help the right people. And it takes a lot of checking your ego at the door. And we've also been talking today, uh, of course, it is Groundhog Day, and we're reliving a lot of things. Uh, We're reliving and we're back into the middle of another shutdown, showdown in Washington, D.C., 16 days until the government runs out of money. And so we're going to watch that replay, uh, just as we predicted back in December. We'd be having this battle coming up to the 18th of February. Here it is. It's going to play out, and they're going to kick the can to the second Tuesday in November. Why? Because it will be after the election. And all of those who are running for re-election will have a chance to uh, retain their seats, and then they can deal with our spending woes, uh, which they won't do. They'll kick it down the, can, or down the road a little bit more as well. Uh, also, because it is Groundhog Day today, it also means it's my brother Ben's birthday today uh, and my daughter's half-birthday. Uh, but I want to share a, a leadership lesson uh, from uh, my brother Ben uh, when he was very young. When he was uh, 7 and 8, uh, I coached his little league soccer team. And we had a little soccer team that was uh, it began sort of like the Bad News Bears of soccer. Uh, and we had a, kind of a bunch of misfit toys. And they came together in, a, in an amazing way. And as they came together, they actually became really good. They went several seasons without losing a game. And uh, Ben was one of the stars of that team, along with his friend Andy. And uh, I'll never forget a Saturday morning. Uh, game started, and uh, my little brother Ben uh, was on fire. Uh, He scored three goals in the first half of the game. And, of course, as the coach, I'm writing that, saying this is awesome. And uh, I was sort of the, uh, you know, in my mind, the cross between uh, Vince Lombardi and John Wooden uh, with this group of seven and eight-year-old little kids winning a soccer game. So second half of the game starts. Ben picks up right where he left off. He scores another goal. And of course, I'm just telling the team, you know, just keep feeding the ball to Ben. Just keep passing it into Ben, uh, let's uh, ride this out to a big win. And uh, his friend Andy, who was the other real star of the team, uh, had been doing just that. Uh, Andy hadn't scored any goals in the game, and I'll never forget with just a, a couple of minutes left in the game, the ball went out of bounds, and Ben, eight years old, everybody's cheering for Ben, like he is. Uh, he is in the zone. The parents are cheering. His friends are cheering. Uh, he's just rocking it. And he runs over to the sideline to me. And he says, hey, I've, I've scored four four goals today. Andy hasn't scored any. Let me switch positions with Andy. I promise I'll set him up to score twice before the game's over. And, of course, you can't argue with an eight-year-old. Uh, so I made the switch. And then I stood on that sideline, and I watched, uh, I think, the Uh, ultimate effort I've ever seen by any athlete at any level of sport. As I watched eight-year-old Ben work harder than I'd ever seen a kid play soccer, not so he could score, not so he could get the cheers and the accolades and all of that, but so his friend Andy could experience the same thing. Uh, It was a lesson in leadership and he, he did pull it off by the way. And to me uh, that really set a course uh, for the kind of leadership that uh, Ben still exemplifies today. Uh, It's never about him. It's about lifting and helping others to have their moment in the spotlight so that they're best positioned to do what they do best and make a difference. And we need more leaders like that. We need those leaders obviously in our country and in our government, but we also need it in our communities and we need it in our homes. We need it in our schools where it's not just looking out for me and looking out for number one and getting mine. Uh, It's about helping everyone get theirs. And when you can do that, that's real leadership. And so a happy birthday to Ben Matheson today and a lesson from a, from long years ago uh, that still sticks with me and that I still share around the world because it is the essence of leadership. It was so simple. It was so simple. He could have kept focusing on himself and his success Uh, But he was concerned that his friend hadn't had the best day yet, and he made sure that happened through extraordinary effort. That's what leadership looks like. That's what leadership acts like. Uh, So that leads us to the second part of the equation today, and that is this idea of simplicity. Uh, We had a a brilliant guest on earlier today, Don Boudreau. You'll want to go back and check out the podcast uh, on that for sure uh, because he pointed out something that's, I think, really important for all of us, and that is that so many of us just say, oh, I long for the simple life. I long for the simple life. And we think that that exists somewhere in the deep past, uh, decades ago. And he made some really interesting points. He he talked about watching a, a film uh, of uh, some uh, individuals in a very primitive area in India. And the fact that these men had to paddle out on a wooden canoe out to sea. They had to throw fishing nets into the water. Uh, They had to haul in the the catch. They had to journey back through the water. They had to then clean. They had to cook it over a fire. Uh, And he talked about how easy it was for him that when he wants fish, which he often does, uh, he just goes down the street and he just gets it at the restaurant. Really, really simple. Or now he's uh, realized you can actually just use DoorDash uh, and do that even more simple. So everything from the way we live our lives, the fact that we have heating and air conditioning to keep us cool or to keep us warm in the winter, uh, the fact that uh, washing clothes is as easy as uh, dumping a pile in, throwing in a pod, pushing a button, and away it goes, uh, very simple. And so then the question becomes, even in the midst of all of this simplicity, our lives really are more simple. They become more complex and more stressful by what we put in that space. Uh, the fact that we're not spending four hours a day out there uh, hunting or fishing, what do we fill it with? And often what we fill it with is the complexities that bring us stress. So it's, it's interesting, uh, as, a, as a business consultant, one of the questions I heard over and over and over again uh, from, from many people, from the executive room down to the front line of a business, is simply, it just shouldn't be this hard. <laughs> it just shouldn't be this hard. Uh, and that's true. I think Norman Vincent Peale probably said it best. He said, we struggle with the complexities and avoid the simplicities. Uh, How often do we do that? How often do we chase the complexities? Uh, Because that's kind of what we do. We race, we chase. And if we could learn to just slow it down and step back, uh, it seems to be a human nature for people to waste countless hours pursuing, exploring, evaluating, recreating, and then ultimately disregarding complex solutions to problems or to opportunities when a real simple solution just could have done the job i think we see this in government uh, if the last thing this world needs is another blue ribbon committee to take something that's very simple and transform it into something very complex uh, there is great risk in complexity there's actually a lot of problems in complexity uh, the power is in the simplicity uh, there are so many committee findings and reports and recommendations that are all stuffed in drawers and filing cabinets around the planet. And so one of the things that I think is important as we look at simplicity is we have to remember that while outside-the-box thinking is important, that's a really critical skill for our age. Uh, we also need to make sure that we include a version of that, which is look inside the box. Because it's true. A lot of times the answer is inside the box. But we create this committee and we start chasing stuff and suddenly we've got all this complexity as if it were some sort of badge of honor. And sometimes we use that kind of complexity to procrastinate. It's a great way to avoid things. Uh, Congress does this all the time. They say it's, just, it's more complicated than you think. Uh, you constituents couldn't possibly understand this because this is very complicated. And the more they convince us that it's too complicated the less likely we are to demand results, to check for outcomes, and to hold people accountable. And so we have, to, we have to change that. We have to change that inclination towards complexity and instead celebrate, be grateful for the simplicity. One of our texters today uh, popped in after uh, listening to Don Brudeau and his piece on the simple lives, uh, said this, said we really need to show gratitude and appreciation to those who make our lives easy and simple. Uh, That's important. We should do that uh, because there are a lot of people who make our lives a lot more simple than they used to be. And the test is, you know, what do we do, especially in our our personal lives? Uh, How much are we chasing the complexities? How much are we creating the complexities? Or are we really getting down to what is essential? And do we know what that is? Do we know what that looks like? Do we know what essential looks like in our personal relationships? What is the most essential thing? Do we know what's essential in our businesses or in our communities? Do we know what's essential in terms of what we expect out of government, local, statewide, or national? Because, again, in the complexities, we often get lost. There's great danger in the complexities and chasing the complexities and we just have to recognize that it is the simplicity. We all should be grateful for how simple our lives are. That was a think again moment for me today is that we should be grateful. Our lives are very simple. We complicate it by putting way too much into it and placing our focus in all the wrong places. So be simple today. Be grateful for that and then do something with that added space from simplicity. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Boyd Matheson. You're listening to KSL News Radio and right here on Inside Sources. And as always, as you should go out into the world today, see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that will make a difference. For all-day resource for critical breaking news, traffic, and weather, and conversation about Utah's most important stories, listen on any smart speaker, the KSL News Radio app, and in your car at one hundred two point seven FM KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City, KSL News Radio, Utah's all-day companion for news. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night